Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Wake Up Call. In today's episode, I wanna talk about how frequently you should be training. So this is a question I've had a lot uh, over the years is how, how many days a week should I be training? You know, should I train once, twice, three times, four times, five times per week? And with a lot of good answers, uh, we need to take everything in your life into consideration. So the answer to this question is, it depends. How many days a week you should be training? It depends. But I wanna help you kind of navigate your way through the questions you need to kind of ask yourself so then you can correctly and most accurately answer this question for yourself. So there's a few things to consider when you figure out how many days a week you can train. First of all, you need to have a very clear plan of attack in terms of what is your goal? Now, I've talked about setting goals before in terms of how clear and precise you need to be with these goals. And it's very important because this will dictate what actions you need to take to get there. Okay, so you need to identify first and foremost, what is your goal? What is it exactly that you want to achieve? And you need to put a timeline on this. If you have a goal and it's very vague and it doesn't have a timeline, you are going to stretch that goal out forever. Okay, we have what's called, I think it's called Parkinson's law. And this is basically where whatever time you allocate for yourself is the time it will take to complete the task. So let's say for example, it's, we're now in October. If you set yourself a goal to, let's say lose three kilos or two kilos, I'll do something small. If you say I wanna lose two kilos by Christmas, it will take you until Christmas to lose those two kilos. But if you say, I wanna lose two kilos in four weeks, you will achieve that weight loss goal in four weeks. You'll achieve it much quicker because you have set a clear deadline. So that's what you need to identify. What is my main goal and when do I wanna achieve it by? But it needs to be realistic as well, okay? The next thing we have to identify and look at is your lifestyle. What is your current life look like? What does it look like? Are you 21 years old, you've just come out of university and you've just gone into the workforce? Maybe you're single and you go out and party on the weekends. Awesome, you might have a bit more free time on your hands. Or are you a 34, 35 year old mother of three? Maybe you are a stay at home mum. So that in itself is a full time job and responsibility. So I can understand you not having a hell of a lot of time on your hands to say, I wanna go and train five days a week at the gym. Maybe that's just not realistic for you. Or maybe you're in your 50s or 60s and maybe you've just retired and you wanna get your body back in shape. And you think, okay, I've worked my ass off, done, I've done all my work that I need to and I've made you know, some decent money out of my career. Now I wanna actually turn my focus to getting my body looking and feeling better. I've prioritized other things for the last 20, 30 years, but now I'm actually here and I'm ready to dedicate a considerable amount of time and effort to my body. So what's your lifestyle like? Do you work 40 hours a week? Do you work part-time? Are you a FIFO worker? Identify what your current lifestyle is. Then we also have to look at your family commitments. Like I said, and your lifestyle definitely comes into this. You need to figure out what are your commitments? Are you single? Are you in a relationship? Is it a casual relationship? Is it a long-term relationship? Are you married? Do you have kids? Do you have parents you're looking after? Do you have a friend who is staying with you while they get themselves back on their feet? Like, what are your commitments? Then we have what is called adherence. So this is your level of consistency. 
So if you just look at the last 12 months, look at 2020 and just ask yourself, how well have I done so far in achieving goals that I set, my, set for myself? Have you exercised as frequently as you had hoped? Have you stuck to your diet or food plan the way that you had hoped for? Or have you set really lofty expectations and not really committed or followed the plan through? Like just honestly assess the uh, assess that question. What is my level of adherence? Do I actually do what I'm saying I'm going to do? Or do I set big goals and then just let them kind of drift off into the sunset? Okay. Very, very important goals. And they don't get talked about a lot. A lot of people, they just set a goal, they set a plan, and then they go without taking all of these external factors into consideration. But for me personally, I like training three days per week. So I strength train three days a week. My training schedule is Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That works really well for me, and it has done over for, for over the 10 years that I've kind of been training consistently. Okay, over my training career, I've trained about three days a week. And I'm talking about, I'm talking about strength training here. Okay, uh, sport kind of I consider as a separate sort of entity, but I'm talking about strength training in this uh, this podcast here in particular. So what I've found is three days a week is kind of the sweet spot. Whether it's a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, maybe it's a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. It could even be a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Doesn't really matter, but I wouldn't do three days in a row. Okay, that's when you kind of uh, can lead yourself to injury and also you lose a little bit of training morale. And that's basically a little bit of motivation to train because all your training is so condensed and then you have like a four day break in between or between your training sessions. But three days a week works quite well for me. What I've found is that two days a week doesn't quite stimulate the body enough or offset the damage of eight hours of sitting every day for work. So if you think of just a general you know, average Joe or average Jane works nine to five. You wake up, you sit down, you eat breakfast, you get in your car, you sit down, you drive to work. You get to work, you sit down, and then you work until five o'clock. You knock off at five, you get back in your car, you sit down, you drive home. After that, maybe you sit down and you put your feet up after the grind. You've just grinded for, for eight hours. Whew. Hustle, talk about hustle. <laughs> But what we want to look at is how much are you actually moving? Just generally moving, okay? Getting up from your desk to go and put on a pot of coffee isn't really moving a hell of a lot. You're not putting your whole body through a large range of motion. Are you moving? Yeah, but are you exposing all of your joints to a full range of motion? What's happening at your shoulders? What's happening at your upper back? What's happening at your hips? What's happening at your ankles? There's not a lot of movement going on there, so I find Two days a week doesn't quite stimulate the body enough. And like I said, I'm talking about actual training here. So I'm not talking about incidental activity or NEAT. NEAT stands for non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So that is basically unplanned moving through the day. So it could be fidgeting, could be walking up the stairs to get to your office. Maybe it means you know the distance you travel from your car to go to the shops, etc. I'm talking about planned activity and training here, all right? So two days a week doesn't stimulate the body enough. And what I find is four or more days per week is generally reserved for the serious or the committed people. But this is what I want you to understand. The more extreme of an approach you take, the harder it is to stay consistent with it. So let's say, for example, 
you want to train five days a week, you want to train Monday through Friday, and you want to just absolutely crush it. I love the enthusiasm first and foremost. Props to you for that. Excellent. But my question to you is, will you still be able to keep up training five days a week in six or 12 months time? And this is where it gets really quiet. When I ask that question, people have no idea. People do not plan for the future. They plan for the here and the now. And this is where a good coach looks at your goals and your journey from a 10,000 foot view. We've already discussed what's happening in your life. We've discussed your relationships, your commitments, your goals, and your actual level of adherence. So what does history tell what does history tell us from your from your goals that you've already set and the actions that you've been taking? Are you a person of conviction who does what they say they do? Or are you a person who talks a lot but doesn't do a lot? I would rather you do uh, I would rather you train less frequently and be hundred percent consistent then try and train every single day and only get there 25% of the time. All right, what does history tell you? How many diets have you started and stopped? How many gym programs have you you know, begun and then thrown in the bin? So I want you to kind of ask yourself, what will you commit to and what will you stick to? I'm talking about every single week. 52 weeks in a year, people. 52 weeks, I want you to think, in terms of that viewpoint every single week and yeah sure you might have holidays and long weekends yada 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 that's fine i want you to think about the bulk of the year what are you going to stick to for the whole year two days a week three days a week four days a week five days a week answer that question if it's a and this is the thing if it's not a hell yes it's a no so if i ask you can you train two days a week hell yes Perfect, I know you can do that. What about three days? Hell yes. Perfect, we can bump it up to three. What about four days a week? Uh, I'm not so sure. It's a no. I'll start you on three days a week in that instance, okay? I wanna run through now a couple different training splits. So these are the different types of training or the program that you can use based upon how many days a week you train. So if you're training two days per week, your training should be whole body training sessions. We are not breaking your training up into different body parts. We're not doing chest and shoulders, back and triceps, legs and arms or core. You're gonna train the whole body on both of those days. Training one body part one time a week is not going to stimulate a hell of a lot of muscle growth or strength gains. So you need to train your whole body on both of those days. If you can train three days per week, there are two options that I would recommend for you. Let's say it's a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. This is how I train, so I'm gonna use my example because it works. It works very well and it works well for me and it has done for many years. Three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, whole body, every single training session. So that might look like push, pull, hinge, squat on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You do two upper body movements, you do two lower body movements. It's intense enough that you're going to work hard, build strength by using that progressive overload system or that principle. But it's also not so much volume that you can't recover from it for the next training session. See how that works? So if you do the same if you do the same program every single time, your body's going to kind of struggle to recover optimally. Okay? So this is what we're talking about in terms of training. 
Is it going to be effective for longevity? Or the other way you could do it is by using a rotating schedule. It would maybe look like this. Upper body, lower body, upper body on week one, and then on week two, lower body, upper body, lower body. So across two weeks, you train each section of your body three times. Monday is upper, Wednesday is lower, Friday is upper. Then the next week, Monday is lower, Wednesday is upper, Friday is lower body. All right. If it's four days a week, you could do, once again, there's two options. You could do push, pull, hinge, squat. Monday might be push. Doesn't have to be in this order, but you would do the different pulling, uh, the different movement patterns per training day. One day is pushing movements. So it might be bench press, push-ups, uh, military press, landmine press, any kind of push movement. The next day would maybe be a pull. You're doing the opposing muscle groups. Maybe it's chin-ups, maybe it's a seal row, bent over row. Uh, it might be a renegade row, okay, any pull. Then we might have hinge exercises. Maybe it starts with some heavy deadlifts. Then we go to good mornings or single leg RDLs. You get the idea. And then the last one is obviously the squat. So you would start with the exercise which allows you to shift the heaviest load. Maybe it's a back squat. Maybe you don't have the technique for the back squat yet, or maybe you're drilling the front squat. You're working on actually working a bit of mobility and increasing your mobility and depth so you can get more out of your squat. So we've got a push, pull, hinge, squat, or the alternative is upper, lower, upper, lower. So there's a couple days of rest for the upper body before it comes back around. So it might be a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. See how that works? So, for you listening, couple key takeaway points just to wrap things up for you. Your goals might dictate and might indicate that you should be training three days per week. That would be perhaps optimal for your goals. But are you capable of training three days a week? So this is where you have to align your expectations with your reality. If you wanna compete at a bodybuilding or a powerlifting competition, you might have to train four or five times per week. But maybe with the lifestyle you lead, the work and the life commitments that you have, maybe that's just not feasible. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. Connect the dots between your expectations. What the fuck do you want? What do you want to achieve? And then ask yourself, what is my reality? Do I actually have the time, the inclination, and the energy to dedicate to this goal? Yes or no? So if you always struggle to fit in your training, you might also need to rethink your goals and your priorities. So if you can't even dedicate one or two hours per week to physical training, this is my hand slapping your face to say, get your shit in order. This is where I ask people, is your health and fitness a priority? Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is, Jesse. Well, fucking hell, show me. Show yourself that it's important by dedicating the time to actually do something to improve it. Any less than two training sessions per week and your results are gonna be quite poor. All right, so two would be my minimum and four would be my maximum unless you are preparing for a competition or event. And this requires a decent amount of sacrifice for the goal. And if it is a competition, maybe it's an obstacle course race, maybe it's a powerlifting event 
whatever it might be. Maybe it's for a sport. Maybe you need to do a little bit of uh, peaking. Maybe we need a bit more periodization for your program to actually get you in the best shape and competitive state to actually win or be competitive. But two would be my minimum and four would be my maximum for the most part of people. General rule, the higher the frequency that you train, the more frequently you train, the lower the intensity. So you can't train five, six days a week at high intensity. Your body or your nervous system will break down and you will struggle to recover. On the flip side, the lower the frequency, the higher the intensity. So if you're only training two days per week, you need to make sure that those training sessions are intense. You will sweat, you will be out of breath, you will have to work hard. That's part and parcel. If you don't like working hard, you're gonna find it very difficult. <laughs> so to leave you guys, you can only train as hard as your recovery allows. So if you have really high levels of stress, if you have a very demanding job, if you have a lot of family commitments, maybe training hard all the time isn't the best fit for you. Maybe you need to actually work on resting, recovering. So when I mean rest, I'm talking about actually working on decreasing your stress levels. Things like sleep, things like hydration, things like your nutrition. It's maximizing all the things that you are in direct control of. I've talked about this before as well. So I want you to factor in everything you have going, in, going on in your life and then go from there. What is your goal? What is your lifestyle? What are your commitments? What are you prepared to give up to get the goals that you want? And if you're ever in doubt, start with less than you want to. I am the biggest advocate for training and training hard. But if you're not gonna do it, if you're not gonna be consistent with it, you're wasting your own time. So I'd rather you start with maybe one or two days per week, if that means you get some ticks on the board and you be consistent, that's a win. Once we start getting some momentum and some consistency, then we can bump up your frequency. But we need to actually make it happen before we start worrying about what's next, yeah? Walk before you run. Build momentum and consistency before increasing your frequency. So I hope that helps you guys navigate how often you should be training and a couple different options in terms of training splits. Um, there's a lot of different ways to skin a cat when it comes to programming, but keep it really simple. Th those those uh, outlines and those frameworks that I gave you, very simple. Don't complicate it any more than it needs to be. It's not that complicated. You just have to stick to the plan that you set. That's the biggest component. So hope that makes sense, guys. The sweet spot for me is three days per week. Find the sweet spot for you and then follow it with conviction. Don't let yourself off the hook. I don't feel like training. Fuck how you're feeling. Go and do it anyway.